0: Worshipping at the Deeper Light Bible Church on Sunday is such an exciting and enriching experience that no one will want to miss. And in this case, you will be made part of this happy and heaven-bound congregation. As you listen to the message, you will never be the same again. Happy listening and God bless you.
1: Away I choose. In my way I might lose the joy that yet for me away Not what I wish to be, nor where I wish to go. Whom am I that I should choose my way? The Lord shall choose for me. Tis better far I know. That I must bear if I a crown would wear is not the cross that I should take. For since on me it is laid, I'll take it. Afraid and bear it for the master's sake. Not what I wish to be, nor where I wish. I chose, chose my way, the last chose for me, it. it is better far, I know. My soul shall rise above this world in which I move. I conquer only where I yield, not what I wish. My way The Lord Just chose For me
0: Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you now. You have spoken much to us from the beginning of the service. And we come just to bend the knee before you and to bow the heart before you, that you will grant us the grace to be fully surrendered and submitted unto you. Thank you, Lord, for the answer. In Jesus' name we pray. Already we have heard much in response to the question during the time of the question and answer after they search the scripture, and we are taking quite a length of time. Because of that, we have just a short period before us, before the service finishes. So what we have to say is still in line with what we have heard, and the subject is, submission to god's will submission to god's will believers are children of god by faith in the lord jesus christ the sinners are enemies of god and therefore they are opposed to god's will the revelation of god in his word is not acceptable to the sinner the natural man prefers to go his own way rather than pray to submit to the will of god as revealed in his word. Sinners are therefore rebels in the sight of God. But then when we hear the word of God and we repent of our sins and place our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, that means we surrender our life and our will to God and to his word. As we are now given the privilege to become part of God's family, we're immediately called upon to obey God's word and to submit to his will in all things. Underline that in your mind. When we become Christians, we're called upon to obey God's word and to submit to the will of God in all things. And actually, absolute surrender and complete yieldedness to God will then be the mark of every child of God. On the other hand, disobedience and rebellion will be the marks of sinners and enemies of God. As I said, our time is fast Pain. so we're just going to consider two points in the message. Point one, God's controversy with rebels. Point two, God's call to submission. On the one hand, God has controversy against the rebels, that is, those who did not submit to the perfect, absolute, revealed will of God. But then he calls us, his own children, the people of God, he calls us to complete submission and surrender before the Lord. Let's look at point one. God's controversy with rebels. Proverbs chapter one, from verse twenty-four. Because I have called and you refused, I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded. But you have set at naught all my counsel and would none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind. When distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge, and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would none of my counsel, they despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way, and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. Here God expresses the controversy that He had first with the children of Israel. That even though He had called upon them and He wanted them to be obedient, yet they were not submissive to His will, they were not obedient to His word. And He had this controversy with them in the long history of the children of Israel in the Old Testament. Over here he said, I've stretched out my hand, and no man regarded. Although he said this concerning the children of Israel, this is true literally of all men. You see, from the time of the fall, disobedience and rebellion have been in the nature of man. Each of us needs God's help. To have that rebellious nature removed from our nature. God is our creator and in his love he pleads with us that we will submit and surrender to his will and actually he plans good eternal things for each of us. Though we have rebelled, and many are still rebelling, yet he is slow to judge, he is slow to get angry, he is slow to lay upon us the burning or the punishment for rebellion is seeking us so as to do us good. But we seem to delight in evil. The natural man seems to delight in his enmity against the Lord. The Bible says we have all gone astray. Everyone will have gone his own way. Israel rebelled against God. So has every backslider rebelled against God. And so is every sinner rebelling against God to this present time. Sinners rebel against God's plan of salvation. God says, this is the way to get saved. This is the way to know the Lord. This is the way to settle the whole account with the Lord. The sinner rebels and he says, he doesn't want to take the way of God's salvation. Not only that, the sinner rebels against the sound doctrine. Of the word of God, of course, Israel suffered. And eventually, even when Christ came to this world, eventually they were left desolate by Christ. And for us to avoid eternal suffering, we must submit to God's plan of salvation and to the whole revelation of God's word to us. But to see the passage I've read to you, the controversy that God had with his people he said he stretched out his hand, and no man regarded the set at naught all his words, all his counsel, all his law, and none regarded his reproof. Because of that he said, If they did not change, if they will continue in that rebellion that is wrath, his judgment will eventually fall upon them. Check up your life today. Are you still a rebel? against the Lord now you may look like a good-natured man a very nice man a person that looks self-righteous but if you are not taking the way of God's salvation it means that you are rebelling against the Lord or if God is telling you what to do the Lord is telling you how to be obedient to his word he calls you he wants to be your father he wants to be your Lord he wants to guide your life but then you are rebelling against him he says Then you are a sinner, or you are a rebel. In verse 26, it says, I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. The Lord delights in doing us good. But only when we continue in our rebellion, only when we say we're taking arms against the Lord, we're going to fight against the Lord, the Bible says, Woe unto him that fights or strives with his maker. The only thing we can do, so we can win the favor of God. The only thing we can do, so that the grace of God will be abundant in our lives, is that we will submit to the word, to the will of God. He says, if we continue in rebellion, that calamity will come, desolation will come, distress will come, trouble will come, and fears will come. But then he says, at such a time, if we call, that you will not answer because we have been rebelling against him in Jeremiah chapter 7. Jeremiah chapter 7 from verse 23. But this thing commanded I them, saying, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and ye shall be my people, and walk ye in all my ways, that I have commanded you that it may be well with you. Here is still the call of God to everyone today. He's is still saying, obey my voice. I have set up Jesus Christ to be the Savior and to be your Lord. Obey my voice and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. I have given Jesus Christ as the perfect example. And you are to follow his example. Obey my voice and I will be your God. I have given you my word to I've given you sound doctrine of the Word of God. How we ought to just follow the Word of God and forgive anything that others have had against us so that God too can forgive us and we will walk in the way of the Lord. It says, Obey my voice and I will be your God. It says, We should repent from all sin. Is it adultery? Is it fornication? Is it theft? Is it any other type of sin? It says, repent and believe ye in the gospel. Obey my voice and I will be your God. And ye shall be my people. What a great privilege it is for man to be a child of God. What a great privilege it is for you and for me. To be counted as the children of God. When God will say, I am your God and ye are my people. It says, walk in all the ways that I have commanded you all the ways that God has commanded. That means that we look at the teachings of the word of God, we submit, we obey, we give ourselves completely unto the word of God. Then it says it will be well with us. But again, at the time of Jeremiah, God had a great strong controversy against the children of Israel. Verse 24. But they hearkened not, nor inclined their ears but walked in the counsels and in the imagination of their evil heart, and went backward and not forward. Since the day that your fathers came forth out of the land of Egypt, unto this day I have even sent unto you all my servants and the prophets daily, rising up and sending them. Yet they hearkened not unto me, nor inclined their ears, but they hardened their neck, and they did worse than their fathers. So then, this was the controversy. And this is still the controversy against the people that rebel against the word of God, against the will of God. Eventually, Christ came into this world, God sent His only begotten Son, wanting them to listen to the Lord Jesus Christ, But it's a pity that the children of Israel again rebelled against Christ, his only begotten son. And the rebellion still continues today, that many people are still rebelling against the Lord Jesus Christ. In John chapter 1, from verse 10 to verse 11, He was in the world. And the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. You see, brothers and sisters, it's a dangerous thing to start in the life of rebellion. Because you know, if somebody is rebelling against the word of the Lord, if that person is not careful, he'll be, coming, he'll be getting stronger and stronger in that rebellion. You see, the children of Israel, the Lord sent prophets unto them from the time of the Old Testament. But instead of yielding, they rebelled against the Lord. The Lord pleaded with them, but he continued in that rebellion until Christ came, the only begotten Son of God. And Jesus never said anything evil. We might even say, maybe because the prophets of the Old Testament were not perfect, Maybe they were not perfect in their method of preaching. In the way they declared the doctrines of the word of God. Maybe they were not perfect in their attitude or in their responses to the children of Israel. Maybe they will give that excuses and say, after all, because of the imperfection of the prophets, that's why they did not yield. But how about Jesus Christ? Perfect in teaching. Perfect in attitude. Perfect in love. And he represented the Heavenly Father perfectly. Yet they rejected him. The rebellion still continued. You see many people are giving excuses today. If our leaders in the church were perfect, then they would be obeying the word of God perfectly. You see, that's just an excuse. It is just an excuse. Because the children of Israel still kept on in their rebellion, even when Jesus Christ came. Look at Matthew chapter 23, verse 37, and verse 38. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets, and stonest them, which are sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together, even as the hen gathereth her chickens under her wings, and ye would not is still the story of rebellion concerning the children of israel and even though jesus christ was perfect and he worked all kinds of miracles among them and he blessed them and he showed them the mind of god and the will of god yet their rebellion continued my fear for some people is that even if somebody rose from the dead to come to declare the word of god and declare the will of God, their rebellion might still continue. My fear for some people is that, even if Jesus Christ were to come, and he were to declare the word of God, the will of God, and the doctrines, the truths of the Bible, unto these people directly, my fear for them is that, they might still continue in their rebellion. Well actually, you might say, no, if Christ were here, I will obey promptly. I will obey immediately. But you know what Jesus said? He said, He that receiveth these servants that are sent, receiveth me. And he that rejects them, rejects me. If you reject those of us who are preaching the word of God to you, we read it to you from the black and white of the Bible. And you can see, and we read it together, and you see that these are not the words of men. They are the very words of God. If you you still reject, if you still rebel, don't you see that you are rebelling against God? I'm pleading with you, all I could, that today you will not continue in rebellion. You will talk to the Lord, and you will say, Lord, have mercy upon me. And you know, God is so good, and God is so kind. Even though we had been rebels before, we can turn, we can repent, and the mercy of God will come upon us. But you see, before we can truly obey the Lord, we must be converted. We must be born again. And the rebellious nature within us must be taken away because actually the sinner has the nature of rebellion. In Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 8, verses 7 and 8, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Please turn the cassette over. But the Lord calls us to repentance. He tells us to come and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And the moment we believe, our lives will be changed. Then we become submissive unto the Lord, unto the word of God. Let's now look at the second point, call to submission. Call to submission. The Lord is calling you and me that we will submit completely to the word of God and to the will of God. When Christ came to this world, here is the call he gave out. And is still giving this call out today in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 and verse 29. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. And ye shall find rest unto your souls Come unto me The Lord is calling every one of us That we will come unto him If you have not been born again The Lord is still coming to you today That you will turn away from sin And you will come unto the Lord But remember when you come to the Lord You are actually submitting to the Lord You are making a full surrender unto the Lord Or maybe you have been born again But then, you're still one way or the other, not fully, in the center of the will of God. And Jesus is telling you, dear believer, that here am I, in the center of the Father's will. And he says, you are a believer, you have left the world, I want you to leave where you are and come to the center of the will of our Heavenly Father. And so, believer, the Lord Jesus is calling you, come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden, maybe you are heavy laden with the guilt of your disobedience with the guilt of your lifestyle the lord is saying you still come and i will give you rest you know there are some believers that are restless they think about the future they are restless they think of the judgment day they are restless they think of their imperfect life and they are restless they think of their rigidity and their disobedience against the Lord, and they are restless. He says, come, come, and I will give you rest. He says then, take my yoke upon you, and learn of me. If we are believers, we need to learn of Christ. What do you learn of Christ? is submitted completely to the will of the Father, even to the point of the death of death on the cross of Calvary. That's what we are to learn of him. If we truly learn of Christ, we will submit unto God. And submit to the word of God. And to the will of God. Everything Jesus did, he did according to the will of the Father. You know that he submitted to the Father in the same way. We ought to submit to the will of our Heavenly Father. In James chapter 4. James chapter 4. From verse 7, submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. May I tell you this, my brother, my sister, except you submit fully to God, you cannot successfully resist the devil. If you are having controversy with God, if you are rebelling against God, If you are disobedient against the Lord, if there is an area of your life you are deliberately withholding from the Lord, and you are not surrendering and submitting yourself unto God, you know what will happen? You will not be able to successfully resist the devil so that he can flee from you. But you submit yourself unto God. Then you will be able to resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. If you are not submitting perfectly to the will of God. If you are not giving up everything God tells you to give up. If you are not denying yourself everything the Lord is telling you to deny yourself of. And if you are not obeying every part of the word of God as he has shown you the light and revealed himself unto you. You are not drawing near unto God. That disobedience no matter how however minor. And that rebellion, no matter how minor it may be, will put a cleavage, a partition between you and the Lord. Draw near to God today. And he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners. Purify your heart, ye double-minded. Why are we double-minded? Why are we asking whether to submit to God or not? Why are we wondering whether to do the will of God or not? But purify your heart, ye double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn and we Let your latter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and He will lift you up. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. How do we humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord? Well, that's just to say, whatever God plans, whatever God wills, I surrender to it. I may not understand, but I give myself to it. That is humbling ourselves in the sight of the Lord. Something has happened that you don't know why such a thing should happen to you. A case has come up, and you don't know why you should even get involved in such a thing. And some people, maybe they just told lies against you. And they did things you didn't expect. And you have suffered unjustly, submitting yourself in the sight of God. Humbling yourselves in the sight of God will say Will mean that well you will say God knows all about it If that thing has happened And God didn't uh, remove it from me Well, I will submit to the will of God When God sees birth and God sees speed, He will lift me up He will remove that thing That's submitting to the Lord That is yielding ourselves completely unto the Lord If we do that The blessings of the Lord will be upon our lives But if we argue and fight, fighting for our rights, then we are not submitting unto God. Maybe something has happened in the zone or in the district, and we know that we are not at fault, and we are fighting our way through, and we are saying, I must prove how righteous I am. Don't do that. Submit unto the Lord. Maybe somebody has offended you, and you say, I am going to fight back. I am going to retaliate in in my own way. I am going to make sure that I get even. Don't do that. Don't do that. Submit yourself. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. And say, well, God knows the way that I take. And when he has tried me in the fire, I will come forth as gold. And you just hand over your case unto the Lord. And don't fight for your own right. And just submit yourself unto whatever God has allowed or permitted. That is humbling yourself in the sight of the Lord. In 2 Chronicles chapter 30. 2 Chronicles chapter 30. From verse 8. Now, be ye not stiff-necked as your fathers were. But yield yourselves unto the Lord. And enter into his sanctuary. Which he has sanctified forever. And serve the Lord your God. That the fierceness of his wrath may turn away from you. It says here, be not stiff-necked. It's giving us its own counsel, its own mind. It says we should yield ourselves unto the Lord and enter into his sanctuary. And that we should be sanctified, which he has sanctified forever. And serve the Lord your God. Then his blessing will be upon us. Actually, it is our doing the will of God that will make us to have blessings on earth and entrance into heaven at last. It is not just uh, performing miracles and walking wonders. It is submitting to the will of God that will make us to have favor with God on earth and favor with God in heaven at last. In Matthew chapter 7, from verse 21, Not everyone that saith, Unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Can you say this day that you have been doing the will of the Father which is in heaven? Can you say you have obeyed every word that he has taught you through his ministers and through his own word when you read? Can you say you have submitted yourself to every situation that has been the will of God for your life? even if it is injustice, even if it is that people have cheated you, have you submitted yourself in that will of God, saying, not as I will, but as my Father will. Only those people will be able to get to heaven. Not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me that day, Lord, Lord, Have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name have done many wonderful works? Then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Brothers and sisters, I want to say something that may look hard or difficult to understand. But this is the word of God. Let's say, for example, you have been living a righteous life. And you are being a good person by the grace of God. And you know the riches or the richness of the grace of God in your life. Then all of a sudden, something happened between you and a fellow brother. Something happened between you and a fellow sister. And that thing actually pained you. You were right, they were wrong. But because of circumstances, eventually you were even blamed. For what happened, even though you were not wrong. And eventually, you say, what is all this? As you prayed about it, God whispered in your heart and said, I know about it. Never mind, just submit. Just be quiet. I'll bring you out eventually, out of this matter. But never mind, keep on going to church and keep on doing whatever you are called upon to do. Don't fight, do revenge and don't retaliate on anyone. As you began to think about the injury, as you began to think about what people said against you, what people did against you, you felt so much offended. And you said, after all, I know my gifts. I know my ability. And because of knowing your gifts and your ability, you went out of that district church. You said, this is injustice. I am not going to take it. And God said, submit to it. After all, Jesus Christ was falsely accused They even crucified him, and yet he prayed for the people that crucified him. Pray for these people, love them. I'm going to use you in the midst of these people. Say, no, no, I'm going out. Eventually, let's say you go out of this district church, or you even go out of the church entirely, and you still keep on performing miracles, and you prophesy in the name of the Lord, and you tell people, there you are. I know my gift, and then you cast out devils, and then you do many, many wonderful works, Every time you pray for the sick, they get healed. Every time you open your mouth, signs and wonders are following. But when you come back home, God is telling you, but you are not submissive. You are not yielding yourself. You are not in the center of my will. If you die in that condition, listen to me now, this is hard. If you die in that condition, with all those miracles, with all those answers to prayer, with all those marvelous gifts of God in your life, you won't make heaven at last. Because Jesus said, I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that walk iniquity, whatever might have happened. When God says, forgive them, just forgive them and forget about the injury. You see, sometimes it may be that it's between your wife, between you and your wife. Your wife has done something that you never, never expected. And uh, eventually your wife maybe knelt and said, my husband, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that this is very, very painful that I've done. Forgive me. You say, no. This one, I will not forgive you. Because you knew better. You shouldn't have done this thing against me. You have disgraced me. You have uh, brought me out. You have uh, brought shame upon me and upon the family. And eventually, and and you're still a preacher. And you keep on preaching, casting out devils, doing many wonderful works, having dreams and revelations, and doing a lot of things. If you die in that condition, you, are, you didn't die in the will of God. That's why Christ is calling every one of us today, Come unto me. Come unto me. Christ is in the center of the will of God. And he says, Come into the center of the will of God. Whatever is happening, just stay in the will of God. Just stay in the will of God. And stay in the love of God. You see, when you receive Christ as your Savior and Lord, you submit to his Lordship over your life. At that point when you repented, you voluntarily brought yourself under Christ's control. And you submitted all your earlier plans, all your lifestyle, unto the Lord. And you say, Lord, from now until I die, I will take your way. Well, the way of God is the way of love. And no matter what people do against you, when you have made a covenant with the Lord, I will take your way. It's the way of love. You know, it's going to be hard for some people to get to heaven because it says, love your enemies. Love your enemies. That's the way of God. And to submit to the way of the Lord is to love the way of the Lord. You know, sometimes uh, a person, me, for example, as a preacher, as a pastor, if, if, one, if I were not careful, I would easily miss the will of God. You know, recently we were planning crusades crusade in uh, the city here. And uh, in one of the places we planned the crusade, just about two days to the crusade were disturbed, and we couldn't have that crusade. You know, even because I'd been preparing for that crusade and had you know done part of the publicity, and have prayed, I've really prepared for that crusade. Just two days to that time, then the crusade couldn't hold anymore, and it had, it had even affected my program. Some of the things I should have gotten done. Some of the regions I should have gone, I shared all that, I wouldn't go to that region because of this crusade. Two days to the time, I was just I told, we couldn't have it again. You know, if I were not careful, one will just become bitter, just unhappy, just sorrowful. And say, what kind of people are those people that hinder that crusade from getting up? And you know I could have been so bitter, never loving the people, never praying for the people, never wanting to get along with people that will go against the way of God and the plan of God and stop a crusade like that. And then I could still go to other crusades outside, open blind eyes, make the lame to walk, preach about faith. And if I had that animosity in my heart, that bitterness in my heart, you know it would be difficult to make heaven. Because God is not going to take me to heaven because blind eyes are opening Because the lame is rising up and walking, I have to be checking my heart every time. Do I love the people? The people that make life hard for me? The people that may even change my plans? The people that may make the preaching of the gospel hard? Do I love them? I have to keep on loving them. That's the way of God. And you have to keep on loving them, the people that make life hard for you. You just have to keep on loving them. That's the way of God. That's the way of God. If we don't take that way of God... Whatever miracles we are even performing, whatever wonders may be happening through us, it will be difficult to make heaven. But you have made covenant with the Lord, and you have said, Lord, here is my life. I give myself all that I am unto you. Now God is calling you today, he's is saying, come and submit. Nothing less than complete surrender will please the Lord. We must obey and surrender. As a child does to the Father, we must submit to the revelation of his word in all things, whatever may be the temporary suffering or inconvenience upon our lives. After all, he's going to give us grace. As we go before the Lord today in prayer, he will give you the grace. Is there any part of the will of God that God has revealed unto you? And uh, you are finding it difficult because you are saying, I'm a man of my word. Once I say, I am not going to get involved in that district church, I will never get involved. That's not the will of God. Swallow your own words. And forget all about your determination. And say, God, not as I will, but as God will. I have made up my mind. That wife, I will never get near that wife again. Because she insulted me. And because she thought, I could not keep myself without getting a woman, I will keep myself. I will not commit adultery. I will not commit fornication. I am going to keep away from that woman. I am going to forever separate from that woman. And once I don't commit sin, I am going to get to heaven. You cannot get to heaven. Once you have that rigid mind against that woman, you cannot get to heaven. Forgive her. Let's forget all about these things. Ask the Lord to give you grace that you will submit to the rule of God in your life, and it will grant you abundant grace. And actually, this is the secret of growth in our lives. When we continually submit to the will of God, day by day, that makes us to grow rapidly. He calls you today to submission to his will, and he wants you to say, Lord, I surrender. You may have to say that in tears. You may have to say that in some conflict. You may have to say that and say, Lord, Lord, this it is it's going to be hard for me But Lord, I surrender Why don't you just rise up now And say, Lord, I surrender Lord, I surrender Don't be rigid Don't rebel God loves you God loves us With well, that person in the district That you are having that thing with Just say, Lord, I won't fight again I won't hold that anything against that brother, that sister again Lord, I surrender Or it may be you have said, I will never touch the work of God in this district, in this church. Why don't you just rise up and say, Lord, I surrender. Or it may be you have said, so-and-so injured me, so-and-so injured me. The coordinator judged the case wrongly. I am not going to uh, be friendly with anybody again. You can't do that if you are a Christian. You can't do that if you are a Christian. Just say, Lord, I surrender. That my husband has been spending all the money on himself and I'm going to show him. I'm going to just retaliate and I will keep my money, keep myself and I'm going to live apart. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just say, Lord, I surrender. What is it in your life? What is it you have determined before? That you will never change. Come before the Lord. and Say, Lord, I surrender. And the blessings of God will be upon you in Jesus' name. You have been blessed don't let this message die listen to it again and pass it to others you can get more from god at the deeper life bible church our headquarters is deeper life bible church bagada lagos nigeria blessed are your ears for hearing these things we'll meet in heaven if you do them